Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And good morning. Happy Saturday to everybody. Happy Saturday from Egan. We are in the gorgeous setup that is TCO Studios. Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, we are the Northland Sports Page. We are on location, and what a location it is. Ever have a pinch-me moment? I feel like Dave Cook and I are going to have that for about the next yeah, two right, hours. Right. Glad you're with us today. It's not just Dave and I. Nick Stoltman is here as well. We'll chat with him throughout the day. He's busy hitting all the right buttons to make sure we can chat with anybody. Aren't those called the ones and twos? Yeah, something like that. We've got all the buttons aligned properly, and that's what counts. And I tell you what, we couldn't be aligned a whole lot better than what the Vikings did, what Visit Egan did, what everybody did to make this possible today. Yeah, you know, when you go places, you, you like to you know take a selfie. I'm in this new spot. Well, goodness gracious, behind us is the Vikings Entertainment network sign like we, we're a selfie city here. i was gonna say i don't normally take that many in a day much less prior to the show uh my camera on my cell phone has been busy yeah. already today well i got pictures of you taking yeah, selfies of you you do yeah. you do you caught me in the act but it uh to say it's been a joy already this morning would be a bit of an understatement but uh like i said we've got borderline roughly two hours to bring you a lot of sports entertainment today again we thank the folks at visit egan for making it possible we got to thank all of our sponsors because they make every week possible this is just a very special week yeah you know you're 100 percent right brian our sponsors have made this possible and carried us through thick and thin and this is one of the thickest moments that i think that we've had sitting here in egan but we got to start with uh, Kohler Toyota and Kohler Honda, you and I had a nice conversation about those two uh, this week as Aaron is in the process of getting ready to buy a car. Right. And he's, I think he's looking at the Kona now, which is Hyundai's little uh, SUV, the all-wheel drive SUV. So, uh, you know, we're probably going to be spending some additional time at Kohler Hyundai over the next couple of weeks. You should, too. Well, not only you, but the people that are listening, right? I might. I got some friends there. Nothing wrong with that. Our sponsors are great. Continue the Pier list. B Resort, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Avenue 45, the Blackwoods Group, including their locations on London Road, Proctor, Two Harbors, the Blackwater right downtown, and Tavern on the Hill, Sammy's Pizza, Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Krause Heating and Cooling, your carrier carrier in northeastern Minnesota, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer, Justin May at Messina and Associates, OAR Holdings, Dave Hoops, Hoops Brewing, and Arola Architecture Studio. And I've got the final one, last but certainly not least, the folks at Comfort Systems, they continue their promotion since they joined the Northland Sports Page Sponsorship Family. Family. They invite you to sign up for a service appointment online and mention you heard it right here on the Northland Sports page. If you do that, you'll receive $20 off that appointment. Again, it's all online. All you got to do is visit ComfortSystemsDuluth.com. And I want to add a little bit extra to some of the guys that you mentioned already. Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Dave, they do some cool stuff on Saturdays. We love when our sponsors work together. Hoops and Mount Royal, they do that. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool when they work together. And and getting the pro, getting the best product in Duluth at the best locations. I mean, if we can tie ourselves to that, you know that that's pretty cool. Absolutely. So as they work together, that means Saturday at Mount Royal Bottle Shop is ten percent off all Hoops products, courtesy of us here at the Northland Sports Page. And of course, don't forget Wine Wednesdays. And we remind you that's not whining about Minnesota sports. That is consuming and purchasing wine, courtesy of Mount Royal Bottle Shop. Ten percent off on Wednesdays. And Wednesday is such a huge day at Blackwater as well. Every Wednesday is Healthcare Professionals yep. Day. With your valid Healthcare Professional Work Badge, you get twenty percent off your food and drink for the entire day at Blackwater. 
at the lounge, at the patio, live music by Paul Metza. You can enjoy lots of things. June and January, all the smoke, and as I talk about fondue for two, but I've done it for one. So go ahead and enjoy the heck out of that. You know, the crazy thing over at Essentia is they are moving from the old hospital to the new one, right? And uh, when you're moving on Wednesday and you've had just about enough of that, uh, heading over to Blackwater is a great way to decompress after hauling cart after cart of miscellaneous stuff from one building to another. That sounds like something you may have experienced this morning as Dave Cook was hauling carts worth of radio equipment <laughs> yeah. here to TCO. In jeans. I was going to say, Dave... Uh, Wardrobe choice was not the most logical by him today, but he did change pre-show. Yep. So much for saying never change, Dave. I love you the way you are. I'm glad you changed out of your <laughs> jeans today and you are in shorts because it will be a warm one here in Egan at TCO, but we're inside the beautiful air-conditioned studios. We are quite comfortable to say the least, and we've done a lot of Vikings talk. We've done a lot of wide-eyed Vikings sightseeing today already this morning. Obviously, today we're going to touch on all of the sports that we love to talk about but also be very Viking centric as well. Well, of course, this is this is, you know, the location of I think the coolest thing that we've talked about all week is that, you know, we've had PA over the over the phone uh 25 yeah. times. Now he's going to be sitting one seat away from you and it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to get his take on the location and stuff. This is this is going to be really cool too. I think it's going to be really interesting because the way we're set up here and again radio is not a visual medium so you can't see it, but the way we're set Vince up here happy about that. He's from a picture. right to left it's going to be a lot of who's losing their hair the fastest because PA's got the legendary quaff, and then I've got whatever's left, and then you've got Mr. Clean. So right to left, we will be an interesting look today. I, I think am, I have whatever's left. I am excited to see PA in the flesh because you're right. He's been on our show borderline once a month for the past two and a half years, but always by phone, and we joke around. We think we have a great friendship. We're about to find out in the flesh today. Should be yeah, fun. 100%. That's going to be a blast. And and like I was saying, you know, Vancey's going to be on later, and, and he'd never seen a picture of me before. And no wonder radio is not a visual medium. Brian, you look wonderful. Who in the world is that? I would love to say that Dave's joking, <laughs> but that is the text that Vancey Glenn sent me back today. We took a lot of pictures, like I mentioned, and I sent one to Vancey of Dave and I. And Vancey knows what I look like. We've talked a few times, and he said, cool, who's that? And so now he knows Dave Cook in the flesh, so to speak, as well. But again, it's a great day here at TCO in Egan. We're the Northland Sports Page. Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, Nick Stoltman, making sure that we're on the air. He is a big sports fan as well, so he's going to be part of the conversation today. Speaking of sports conversation, in reality, we're seven minutes into the show and we haven't had one yet. I think we should probably start to talk a little bit of sports today. And I talk to you, Dave, like I do every week about opening topic possibilities. And we knew that we were going to be football-centric today for good reason. And I said, well, whenever I think of anything NFL... I tend to have NFL punt, pass, and kick come out of my mouth. But I said, well, talking about punting, with all due respect to, you know, Ryan Wright, uh, the late, great Bucky Scribner, Ray Guy, you know, folks like that, Chris Cluey, punting is, not, punting is not that exciting. I think it was Marquise Gray from the Gophers who did a little bit of that as well. No, the guy that used to kick for the Raiders. All right, moving right along. So, at any rate, punting is not super exciting. Dave just tried to make it as such. But So I thought, what can we do that's close to punt, pass, and kick? But at least make a slight diversion from it, if you will. And Reggie I thought, Robin. well, what's the biggest thing in sports in terms of offense? It's either run, pass, or kick. The Vikings have had a lot of memorable ones of all three of those. The key word is memorable because etched in your memory doesn't always mean positive. And as Viking fans, I feel like I should be very careful and make sure the doors are closed as I say this. But <laughs> as Vikings fans, we know that some of the greatest memories aren't always great in terms of positivity. 
But I think it's going to be fun to have a conversation today about the most memorable runs, passes, and kicks in Viking history, for or against. And I've been looking at Nick here. It's about time that he says hello, at least, to the folks at home. Yes, good morning. As a season ticket holder, how many have you bear witness to? Season ticket holder? Isn't that you? No. Oh, so, <laughs> so you're just down there a lot because I look on your Facebook well, so and it feels like every other Sunday there, you're there, there. There was a period of time where I was actually pretty regularly going to games on the sidelines as a, as a member of the media. Okay. So I had the opportunity. And actually, so speaking of, this is kind of a weird instance. So I think it was against the uh, Chargers, I believe. And you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. But I was actually on the sidelines when they were at TCF. Okay. And so they were still... You know, a number yep. of years ago now, yeah. and it was when Chad Greenway Chad had his pick six, yeah. and I was on the sidelines, and I was the only member of the media there, and I was like on that part of the sidelines, and I got a great photo of this happening, and right. so that's a memorable one for me, not the normal what you would expect, what no, you're but talking I, about. But, but I think it's great that you started with that, because what you run the risk of leaving out is, well, what about, you know, this is purple people eater country. Right. You can't leave out the defense entirely. Leave it to Nick to start the run <laughs> with a defender. Yeah, no, but that's but you what you said is is right on. I mean, how many of the huge plays in in Vikings history have been on the other side of the ball? Right, but you and know we're longing for those again, Brian Flores. Yes. Yeah, well, and that's you know that's going to be one of the hopefully we get a, when we get a chance to talk to PA, I want to ask him about Flores. It's going to be a hot topic for he's, sure. He's pretty exciting. Um, right. The um, the the uh, run that I always remember, and it's it's not perfectly clear but it was it was robert smith the first time i saw robert smith break a run he runs like a gazelle he ran like a gazelle yeah, and yeah. Rem- and remembering now that wasn't the most important run ever but i remember sitting back and saying oh because that was you know robert smith is really the first running back that we had that was a you know a guy yeah do you know what i mean since foreman and ricky young and that group and i mean tony galbraith did not fit that measure darren nelson didn't necessarily fit it either no and watching watching robert smith hit a hole and just glide for 50 yards was uh amazing i'm glad you mentioned him too because he doesn't necessarily have trademark runs where that was a huge run that won the game that did this that or the other thing because he was so overshadowed by how blessed at wide receiver his teams were but I do remember a Robert Smith win. I'm just going to call it against the Oilers because I don't know if it was Tennessee or Houston. I don't remember if they had relocated yet. <laughs> but I do remember watching an overtime game, and I remember thinking, this is overtime, and this is the old rules. This is first team to score of any kind wins. You need to get going. And the Vikings were handing the ball off at midfield, and I'm going, what? why? And then he busted it to the end zone. I, oh, you know, yeah, that, that'll right. work. But obviously the, the blessed running back that I think most of us are used to is the AP era. Yeah. So, so for me, the run that stands out for him, and it's so overshadowed what should have been a much bigger NFL player's first day in purple, I think of the Vikings in Cleveland when Brett Favre came here. And yeah. it was, what is Brett Favre going to do? This is a season opener for the arch rival, and Favre was fine, mm-hmm. but it was Adrian's get out of my way. I'm going to go ahead and clinch this game run that stands out for me. Now, everybody talks about the screen pass to Adrian where he just clobbered the guy from Pittsburgh. For me, it was, I don't know why he picks on the AFC North, but it was shoving the Browns out of the way. And I hope we thought that was when it was going to be a special season. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that's when we went, wait, wait a minute, we have a quarterback yeah. now that can make this happen. You know, the the one that we've, that I, I forgot until you were talking about Adrian running over the guy from Pittsburgh. You remember Herschel Walker's debut? Yeah. Herschel Walker's uh, debut, the runs that he had. Losing his shoe. Yeah, we were like, I mean, the kickoff return was great. Right. I mean, that first game he owned as well. And, um, you know, after that, it was not always great. I was going to say, I agree with you. Now, quick, name his second best game. I'll wait because oh. we have no idea. <laughs> 
But yeah, the losing his shoe, the kick return, you know, you brought him here to take us to that next level. Clobbering Green Bay certainly goes down as, you know, being that next level. When I think of runs against us, I, I really only think of one. I know that there are multiples. I could talk about personal experiences. I remember being at a Cowboys game when it was the Dallas Super Bowl era, and it was either in overtime or late fourth. Emmett broke my heart as a, you know, 15 year old kid. But everybody looks at the other Cowboys run, isn't it? Tony Dorsett's it is monster Tony Dorsett. run, ninety nine yards. Yeah, Vikings look like they might have had that game, and Tony Dorsett said, "Hold my beer." Absolutely, and um, and yeah, and it, and if you watch the the run, it's like the Vikings put ten guys in the box, right? And he six steps past the linebacker, and there wasn't anybody else in the screen. Of the infamous time that we got called for twelve men in the huddle, we could have used twelve men on the field during that particular fact, play. Fact. The other interesting part, though, too, is is the Cowboys are obviously a big time, iconic NFL franchise. And I think if you talk to Vikings historians, they'll mention a rivalry there. At forty four years of age, for me, I don't necessarily think of the Cowboys as this big rival. Now, it does seem like we play them a lot, and it does seem memorable when we do, because if we move on to catches, do we think of you know Randy Moss's Thanksgiving game in general? Where you know three catches ended up all going to the end zone in a variety of ways, either outrunning everybody, out jumping everybody, or what have you. Or do we go to the low hanging fruit of the Minneapolis miracle? Do we go to Favre to Greg Lewis if we want to stay on the Brett Favre train? I was there for that one. Yeah, the the Favre to Greg Lewis one is is a big time one. I I remember the first time Warren Moon stepped on the field, and his first pass because again we had gone through a period of. Eh, our quarterbacks are okay. And right. then Warren Moon came a in. Period. And was like, that was three decades of that. Wait a minute. Yeah. Look at this guy. And uh, all of a sudden it felt different. But, you know, we've seen that a number of times where quarterbacks come in and have just kind of changed the tenor. You know, Jeff George came in and saved the season. And the, remember the first pass he threw to Moss. And it was, you know, it was different. You know, you, Randall Cunningham would heave, right? right. And uh, Jeff George would throw 40-yard laser beams. I was going to say, I remember being more impressed with the way Jeff George threw to somebody like Jake Reed because Jake Reed might have the dropsies from time to time. Randy Moss didn't do that. You couldn't drop something from Jeff George because it would be stuck in the ear hole of your helmet. Yeah, wouldn't Troy Williamson have done well with Jeff George? That's something we, we should have earned the right to see. But here's a question for all three of us because, you know, I mentioned this is a takeoff of punt, pass, and kick, but we're doing run, pass, and kick. But I mentioned Moss right away. So is it the pass or is it the catch? That's a chicken or the egg argument we could have for the entire show. Oh, 100. Well, because, I mean, it goes back to what we've been talking about for all year. Is Jefferson going to be an MVP? Well, if Jefferson's an MVP, Kirk Cousins better be in the conversation, right? Absolutely. Because the fact of the matter is, if you think of the two iconic plays that are the Minneapolis Miracle and then Favre to Greg Lewis in the home opener of that season— to me, as much as everybody can love Brett Favre, and we learned to here once he came over to the purple side of things, the bigger part of that play is Greg Lewis's catch and footwork. The Minneapolis Miracle, that might be the throw because Stephon Diggs was kind of alone after you know the New Orleans secondary decided, let's all fall down, Keystone cops, and off he goes. Right. Yeah, how, where do you think the Darren Nelson play would have been if he caught if it? If he caught it, it would be iconic because yep. they would have been in the Super Bowl for the first time since 76-77. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those that you look at and you say, man, I wish you could have that one back. Can I bring one up to you guys that I'm not sure if it was the pass, the catch, or the pass that followed? And hear me out. So there was a time, like Nick Stoltman, that I was not a season ticket holder but went to a ton of games. <laughs> I did have two seasons as a season ticket holder, and they were the two seasons that Favre was the quarterback, although those were not related. I actually bought them beforehand because I think they were discounted with the late great T-Jack being uh, Destiny. advertised to be the quarterback. Yeah, I was I was a prophet. I was before my yes, time in yeah. so many ways. Oh, I thought you were talking about the band. Sorry. <laughs> but, sure. it, but it was the early 2000s. 
and it was the Vikings versus the Broncos. And this was the Dante Culpepper era, who had a terrific arm, obviously, as well. So Dante heaves end of the half to Moss. Moss catches it at, I want to say, like the 10. And it's end of the half, and he's got defenders draped. And I remember smacking my dad on the arm going, oh, you know, so close. We're going to end up 10 yards shy of points while Randy's going down and laterals over his shoulder, and Mo Williams makes the catch and waltzes in. What What's the best part of that play? The answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. no, that's one of those. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I mean, all of the above. I mean, just the, the big thing is when you think about trying to find a way to get rid of that ball and do something with it when you know you're going down and knowing right. that somebody hopefully is going to be there. Otherwise, you're in a tough spot making a bad decision. Presence of mind is hard to beat in that scenario. You know, that's one of the things. You know, we talk about Randy Moss and all, all of his skills. You know, I think we underrate how smart. Randy Moss, the football yeah, player, was like yeah. a genius level when it comes to on the field. I think it's because we didn't think he had to be because when you're that naturally gifted, you just think that everything comes naturally. But we factor in guys that are so smart because they compensate for some other area where they're not skilled. Randy Moss was that dual threat. So I talked about Darren Nelson's drop earlier. If Jordan Addison's catch gets called a catch, are we talking about that today? Like, um, well, this kid dragging his feet on his first reception. So that opens up a different Pandora's box, Dave, because we certainly could. I'm and it would, be a, it would be a fun discussion. But it also opens up a pet peeve of mine because I know that the Green Bay Packers are now one preseason game in and they won last night. We're happy for you. And the Vikings on Thursday That's night early. played one the Packers in at all. Played one preseason game and the Vikings got beat. And you know we're never happy when our team loses. But I'm already distracted or even distraught by the uh, knee jerk reactions of preseason <laughs> yes. football game one. Agreed. <laughs> I sat there watching Thursday night's game and I texted you as soon as Nick Mullins led the Vikings to points. I said, I'll go on social media and I'll wait for the first Nick Mullins is better than Kirk Cousins post. I logged in, didn't have to scroll. And I went, are you kidding me? And then, you know, we've got great friends who are Packer fans and we're friends with them anyway. You know, Kirk Nauman is a guy that you and I respect to great levels. Former coach at St. Scholastica. Uh, He was just just beside himself with giddiness about the way that Green Bay played last night. You can be that way, but are you serious right now? I mean, they're they're in a different world because they're... They're learning what their new quarterback's going to be like because they might be one of the few teams where QB1 played. Well, you know I watch a football game a little different because I like to watch lines, right? Yes. And uh, hearing the vitriol. He said lines, not lions. Okay. He, yeah. he, all the vitriol for our third-string quarterback, it was like, guys, uh, he all he did was run and throw to the sidelines. Well, that's because he had guys in his face with 1.5 seconds in, and he is brand new. Let's not burn the third quarterback out yet. Well, and that's the thing. When we talked about Nick Stolman being with us again, Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, were the Northland Sports page, and you talked about the buttons that Nick is pushing, and it's the ones and twos. Well, there's not a lot of ones and twos present on the field in preseason football. Right. Those are fours and fives. How are you gauging anything unless you're just dying to do that? You just can't make any sort of assessment. I mean, a, 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 a player, individual players, that's about the extent yeah. of it. I yeah. mean, like Ty Chandler, for example. Yeah. That looked good. Granted, he's also playing against a different defense. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of things you need to consider. Yes, but. you can say good things about Ty Chandler. You can be concerned about Andrew Booth Jr. You can talk about position battles and say, right. this guy is ahead of this guy. But if you look at an all-encompassing picture of a preseason week one or any preseason week, really, and you go, well, Seattle, you know, pounded Minnesota, it's going to be a long season. No, I can't help you. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's, it's a, and I like the kids. It's a little early to make that kind of stuff. It is. So speaking of vitriol, we're, we're close to a break, and I, I saved this for last on purpose because this subject usually makes people cringe in Vikings history because we've talked about runs, we've talked about passes, and the catching standpoint of it, too. Kick is the third prong. You even say the word kick 
in a Vikings practice facility, and I'm kind of <laughs> ducking and covering. Because we said memorable plays aren't always positive, and the kicking game really hasn't been. We can talk about Gary. We can talk about Blair Walsh. It wouldn't be anything new that we haven't done before. We can talk about the Dan Bailey experiment gone wrong. Those are all fairly easy because those are talking points for years and unfortunately for years to come. I don't know how we're going to get out of the shadow of those until this team makes the Super Bowl. So I challenge you guys for kicking in a positive light. Go. Well, Ryan Longwell. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, that's one of yeah, mine. Brian Longwell brought a professionalism to our kicking position that we really haven't had. Yeah. Like, and and I'm, I don't know if I can explain that any better than that, but when Ryan Longwell came on the field, it felt like, hey, you know, we got we got a professional kicker. And that's why the Brett Favre across your body, Brett Favre not scrambling and diving for four yards in New Orleans is so lamented because even though he was wearing the purple and gold and we think, you know, Murphy's Law is always going to be a factor, here we go, I think there was a feeling of Ryan Longwell lines up for this, they're going it's to the over. Super Bowl. Yep. Right. I So... Looking at last season, I, there's a Thank lot you. of things that Greg Joseph. I felt comfortable yeah. toward the end of the season. There was a lot of moments where just having let, dealt with the trauma over the years, yeah. you're like, okay, what's going to happen? A lot here? of exercise the, the demons last exactly, year. Exactly. Yeah. But at the end of the season, there was a lot of those game-clutching win situations where you felt good at the end of the season about the way the kicking right. went. Well, I mean, think of Christmas Eve. It was the Giants. Now, granted, they got revenge a wild card round later. But it was Greg Joseph from, what, 61? I remember being at my mother's house celebrating Christmas and watching them line up going, in my head, I'm going, just don't get blocked. Don't get blocked and get housed, and we lose the game on this play. And I remember barely being able to see the ball because, you know, TV coverage is hard, and it's a 61-yard kick. And it went through, and I went, are you kidding me? It's Christmas Eve. I don't need any more gifts. We're good here. You know, Dad's statement, an optimist can never be pleasantly surprised fits our kicking program yes yes because i will i will anytime the vikings line up for a kick i'm gonna be like ah nah this isn't going in it goes in i feel good so you got to look at it that way otherwise if you think ah this is in and they miss you go ah so you got to go the other well and i think you also have to do kind of an element of fairness because the two most maligned kickers in recent viking history are gary anderson and blair walsh if you actually think of their viking careers I'm sorry, Gary Anderson was perfect before that infamous kick yep. against Atlanta. That one moment, yep. We weren't any more confident than any person could be every time he stepped on the field until then. Now he was with us the following year, and all of a sudden everybody was like, well, this isn't going in, because all of a sudden we labeled him as that's what he does. Right. Blair Walsh was the distance kicker yeah. that the Vikings had always wanted. I remember Adrian came back from the ACL injury. They don't go to overtime and win that game without having this rookie kicker be money from 55, and he was money that entire year. He missed a chippy in a playoff game, and all of a sudden, that's how we remember him. You know, the NFL life isn't fair that way, I guess. Right. Yeah, no, it, that, what, that's the big one that comes to mind for me is the, is the, uh, the Gary Anderson situation. The whole, I mean, how many, did he miss anything? That it, was, it was that one. Just that one. one. Yes. But every, that's, that's the one that everyone yep. remembers, yep. and that he, uh, he blew it for the team. That's, that's why we say Janet Jackson should have had an NFL contract, because she's <laughs> saying, what have you done for me lately? And that's all the NFL ever cared about. Yeah. One more real quick, because we do need to go to break. Paul Edinger for me. Mm. I think you could list random Viking kickers that you kind of forgot we had, but Paul Edinger led one of the best comebacks in Viking history as the exclamation point. It was another Dante-led team. This was in the Tice era, and Edinger got off to a terrible start with the Vikings. He was a good kicker for the Bears. I remember when the Vikings got him, we thought, well, this will solve our kicking problems because this guy's money against us, which is a whole different topic. I feel like anytime an opposing kicker lines up against the Vikings, this is going in. Yeah, who wants Robbie Gould right now? Right, well, everybody. <laughs> good as gold, without question. But I remember this is kind of well-known in Vikings lore in terms of practice tales. 
Mike Tice came up to Edinger that week in practice and said, you know, we got a memo from the league. And Edinger bought it and went, okay, what? It's okay for you to make kicks this week. <laughs> and Edinger buried, back then, 56 was really long. Yeah. Like now you got, how many attempts from 60 did we have against us last year? The range for kickers, you know, everybody's it's Justin Tucker now. Yep. It didn't It didn't used to be that way. But, you know, we're certainly getting our kicks here. We talked about the greatest runs, passes, catches, kicks in Viking history. This might be the greatest run for the next hour and a half in the history of the show. We're just kicked back at uh, TCO Studios here in Egan. It's pretty awesome. 100%, Brian, 100%. We'll go to our first break. we got a lot more show ahead. Hour number two, we'll have PA and Tatum Everett. we got some segments to get out of the way first, though. You're stuck with us for a while. The big three of Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, Nick Stoltman. Stick around. We're the Northland Sports page. We will be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And we are back on the Northland Sports page. Prince bumping us back in a little Let's Go Crazy. We're not going crazy yet. In fact, I think on the inside we're going crazy that yeah, we're right. even here. It's Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook. It's Nick Stolben. We are the Northland Sports page today coming to you live from TCO Studios in Egan. Thank you to everybody with the Vikings. Thank you to Visit Egan. Thank you to everybody who even gave us a chance to have such an opportunity. Absolutely. We'll start with Kohler Hyundai and Kohler Toyota. Hoops Brewing, OAR Holdings, Krause Heating and Cooling, Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, the Blackwoods Group, including their locations on London Road, in Proctor, in Two Harbors, on downtown in Blackwater, and up on the hill in a tavern on the hill. Avenue 45, the Mall Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B Resort, and Arola architecture studio and of course our friends at comfort systems who ask you to sign up for a service appointment online and when you do it simply mention you heard it right here on the northland sports page when you do that you'll receive twenty dollars off that appointment whether it be for a furnace cleaning appliance help whatever you need comfort systems is the place for it visit comfortsystemsduluth.com and of course dave mentioned mount royal and hoops brewing they're working together on saturdays ten percent off all hoops products courtesy of mount royal bottle shop on your saturday Blackwater on Wednesdays, that's a good place to be for healthcare professionals. 20% off food and drink. And on Wednesdays, you can go right back to Mount Royal Bottle Shop as well. They do wine Wednesdays. We laugh that that's a Minnesota sports-themed promotion. We yeah. promise you it isn't. Complain Thursday. But wine, <laughs> yes, yeah. Thirsty Thursday, wine Wednesday, terrific Tuesday. You could do yeah, a lot of alliteration and have a good time. But wine Wednesday is the focal point at Mount Royal Bottle Shop. 10% off all wine selections, courtesy of our friends at Mount Royal Bottle Shop. So, again, thank you to everybody for being a part of our show on a weekly basis. But this is Maybe the most special week that we've had, perhaps in the history of the show. Certainly in a long time, it's the most comfortable we've been on location. Yeah. This this studio is really something. Again, we've we've selfied to our limit already this morning, but it's been a blast. Time to play by yourself, All which right. is something that we do on a regular basis. It's going to be a little less football-centric this segment because we do each of the big four sports, baseball, football, basketball, hockey. How it works is this. If you buy what I'm saying after I give a statement for said sport, you say bye, and you tell me why. That means you agree. If I say a statement and you say, well, that's way off base, you disagree, you say sell, and you tell me why. We'll give Nick Stoltman, who's kind of our guest today, but he's also our boss, we're going to give him the honor of selecting the order in which we play. So MLB, NBA, NHL, or NFL, and then I'll give the statement, and we'll play from there. Uh, let's do some baseball. All right, so Major League Baseball. 
I hope you're familiar with the Kevin Brown situation. Ooh. And with Kevin Brown, I don't mean the historically great pitcher. Nasty splitter. I'm talking about the Baltimore Orioles announcer. Yes. Who was suspended rather unfairly. I'm going to say that to keep it radio clean. <laughs> for comments he made during a pregame show in recent weeks. Buy or sell, that's one of the dumbest reasons for any kind of disciplinary action you've ever heard, pun fully intended. Um, boy, <laughs> I can't think of a whole lot dumber. I mean, if it, it, I, there have been guys who've been suspended for being too honest, right? Right. Um, but he wasn't even that. Yes, that's the dumb. It's the dumbest one. So you're buying? I am buying. Okay, I'll I'll buy on that too. As I was listening to the situation, I, I heard it on uh, on the radio talking about the fact that that happened and kind of getting the explanation about it, and then read up on it, and I just can't. Can't wrap my head around it, I guess. Right. There's so many things that happen these days that are on the fence of can you say that? Can right. you do that? And I'm not going to get into how I feel about, quote, cancel culture or whatever. I don't think we need to go down that road. However, with all the revelations of, you know, a new standard, a new set of rules in broadcasting and in various entities, I played this video on Twitter and I thought, okay, I'm going to wait for the controversial part to kick in. Maybe there was some profanity set. Maybe there's a slur because we've heard of announcers getting in trouble for that, and that's obvious room for dismissal. And that was when I first heard about this, I was listening to the actual piece of the, the yeah. video, waiting for something because it was portrayed to me as something happened to cause this person to be suspended. So I'm waiting for something to happen. That was going to be my follow-up questions. How many times did you play it and go, I must have missed it? Exactly. Yeah, it, it, was a couple. It. it was a couple. So I realized that we're not currently in the play-by-play -play realm. Now, in less than three weeks, we'll have high school football back, and I'll be ready to do a play-by-play -play at the end of August. And, you know, the rules are a little bit different when you do play-by-play. -play. Dave, you and I have talked about, you know, if a team's playing poorly, we're dealing with kids. At the prep level, you're not going to bash some student-athlete's efforts. This is different. This is professional athletes. But he didn't even go after somebody. He talked about basically the skids that Baltimore had had against Tampa, which is factual in their history. So that's what I was going to ask you is, is there a difference between picking on or bashing a team or just offering a piece of historical information? Absolutely there is. And I was shocked that one was interpreted as the other because that has to be what the Orioles did. Because immediately, as we tend to do in Minnesota and in radio in general, as I look at how can we localize a situation like this, and we wouldn't be the first to do it. Dave and I were watching Enough Said with Justin Gard and Dan Barrero on TV in the hotel last night, and Dan Barrero had a lot to say about this. I'm guessing when PA comes in a little after 11, if we bring it up, he may have a take on it. He might be tired of talking about it because everybody has. But think about it. We just said in our opening segment that some of the most memorable plays in Vikings history weren't positive for the Vikings, right. but they're memories. Right. And Dave, you call this show therapeutic all the time. We get to mention them and kind of face your fears and put it out there and you go, okay, I guess I feel a little bit better because I talked about it. What I'm saying, though, is I'll buy that this was a ridiculous reason for any kind of dismissal, suspension, what have you, because if you put it on our shoulders, how would anybody in Minnesota still be allowed on a microphone? Because you have to be honest of what's happened to a state that has not had a men's championship in over 30 years what are you supposed to say? Well, and, you know, we give uh, Bailey Sports grief because everything is positive. Bailey, right? too. Ev we can't stand either one. Ev ev everything is <laughs> everything is uh, supposed to be awesome, and we tease them about that. And yet, here's the example of why, you know, because otherwise you get hammered by your boss. Right. Absolutely. So I'm going to buy 100%. The funny thing is, because I've heard this take, too, by a number of people that have chimed in on this, I hope when he comes back that he becomes extra snarky because there's no way they can touch him anymore now because so many people rush to his defense. 
And the other piece to the equation is this. He was reading. Now, I don't know if he knew the stats he recited beforehand or not, but there was a graphic to match. Well, that was the question I had heard. Why wouldn't the production crew be on the fence or on thin ice as well? Whether he was the one that was presented the information to them to put together or whether he was just reading it. Yeah, that's the question that I don't know the answer to. Right. he make his career? Like, is he is ESPN, now that he's got face and name and voice and he's a kid, is he an ESPN Fox guy now? Well, I'd love to know that because you said he's a kid, and, and I realize, again, radio is not a visual medium and different people look different ages. But when I watched this video of Kevin Brown, I thought, okay, cool, this guy's the Orioles play-by-play guy. He looks maybe 22. And I'm sitting at 44 still doing prep games, and I'm going, where, where did I go wrong compared to this guy? But at the same time, I thought, you know, you're being picked on for what? I, I just didn't understand it at all. Yep. So it's very interesting. I hope his career takes off because he certainly got a raw deal here. So, all right, Major League Baseball's by the boards. you got three leagues left to play with. Let's do – we'll save football for last. Let's do, some, let's do some NBA action. Okay, so NBA, this is a little bit of a reach of a topic, but I'm just curious because – First of all, to tie it into football, as we walked into the facility today here at TCO, we certainly went by the team store, the pro shop, whatever you want to call it. Yes. And I told you how many times I've got a debit card today and it's in trouble <laughs> when I get a chance to be Being in put there. to use. Right. And I'm sure the fine folks at the Vikings that were helping us out today love to hear that because they don't mind that you're spending money on team merch, what have you. But in the NBA, big news this week that Anthony Edwards is changing his jersey number. Buy or sell that that does anything for a player other than assist the marketing department and sales. So I think that in reading his, in reading the lines uh, that he said, I think for us it can show a level of confidence. Like I, it's time that it's my deal. This has been my number forever, and I'm putting it on. Um, I think it shows that Anthony Edwards is at the next. You know, this is my team. I'm going to make some of these decisions, and this is one of them. So you're buying again. Mm-hmm. Dave does a great job of backing up his opinion. He forgets the initial word, buy or sell. <laughs> that but, is true. So, so he's he's buying again. This is a motivator for Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I think it shows it shows Anthony Edwards is is becoming more comfortable in Anthony Edwards' skin. All right, Nick, what do you got? Because two things for me that helped me spark this as a topic was, number one, I saw it on Twitter earlier this week that it was happening, and it couldn't have been a half an hour later where I got an email from the Timberwolves team store that Anthony Edwards, New Jersey's been released. <laughs> Are you ready? And I went, yeah, no. So I, I kind of jump on, on Dave's bandwagon here about the fact that with if a player's making a, a number change, there's a reason for that. It, I, I would normally assume that's the case, and as a result of that, it probably means something to them for whatever reason, whether it was a, a number in college or right. know, some some, or some family thing. legacy, exactly. whatever the case may be. Right. Uh, however, there is the, certainly the marketing component that I can see, and, and obviously the team and the, the merchandising division, they're going to get excited about that opportunity, so they're not going to say no. But I, to me, it seems more like a this is a player thing, and it's not not a not a money driven thing. But you do buy that it can do something for them. Then. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to use a response that I used last week. I know I, I have to teach. <laughs> I told you I'm, I'm jumping on the Dave yeah, wagon here. Yeah. The difference is this is Nick's first show. Dave's <laughs> going on six years. So I'm going to use a response I used last week. I'm going to say, Dave, I'm going to buy, but can I do it on clearance? Can I can I hesitantly buy this? Of course you can. Because first of all, if the new jersey was on clearance, I might think about it. I'm not paying full price for Anthony Would you Edwards' buy the old new number. On Maybe. All right. Because that's part of what I want to say here. I liked when Anthony Edwards was wearing number one. Number one overall pick. To me, he's quickly become number one priority on this team. Number one with a bullet in terms of who they should build around, all these different things. And I rolled my eyes at the number change. So I had all these reasons to sell at first. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. This isn't foreign to the NBA at all. Michael Jordan did this. Now, Jordan 23 was light years ahead of Jordan 45. Mm -hmm. But Kobe had 8 and 24. 
Dennis Rodman had 10, 91, 77, all these different numbers. LeBron has gone 23, 6, Six. you know, all these different numbers. The player was still good. You can deep dive if you want to. I don't know why you'd want to, but you can deep dive and decide if they were better or worse. But there have been number changes that have happened before and number changes done by some of the most dominant players in the league. If Anthony Edwards wants to become one of the most dominant players in the league, feel free. Yeah, have at it. Yeah. All right, so two down, two to go. You're halfway there. Oh, we'll save I was say, for last. I wanted so, to see if you yep. trusted yourself. <laughs> All right, so NHL, Matt Dumba finally officially left the Minnesota Wild. Now, we knew he wasn't coming back. It was just kind of a Delvin Cook situation. Not here, but where? So he got a one-year deal in Arizona. Buy or sell that the fact that he got a one-year deal, only one, from one of the worst franchises in that sport right now, tells you that the market for Matt Dumba isn't all that good. Oh, 100% buy. You see that? I did that that time? Yes. Yep. Um, that's a, that is entirely why you, you can say that. There's, there were openings for right-handed defensemen all the way through this, the summer, yeah. and the one team that got him is the one team that probably is bringing him in to flip him halfway through. I don't have a lot to add to that one aside from what Dave said. I'll buy on that. Too. I was going to say, yeah, it, it, sometimes it's not fun to not get to go first. That's okay. I, I'm, I'm okay with that one. So. so I was a little bit shocked because for me, Matt Dumba has been a controversial or polarizing figure in wild lore. There are times where he's tremendous and there are times where he is the ultimate facepalm guy. And there are people that choose to focus on one or the other. You can find somebody that says Matt Dumba is the key to this decor. My youngest niece loves Matt Dumba. They actually developed a personal relationship through some fundraisers. I don't know how she's handling it. My mother feels the same way because she loves everything my niece loves, but that's beside the point. But there were times that Matt Dumba was a leader, and there were times that Matt Dumba was the leading problem. And depending upon which side of the fence you're on, you know, you decide how you feel about what happened. But I was shocked because I don't feel he's long in the tooth. I do feel that there's plenty of talent. I thought somebody would overpay for him and that he would join a contender Maybe instead of being a first pair defenseman, be a second or third pair, but get some decent money. This was kind of, we need somebody. We're terrible. We might as well try you. I was very surprised it was Arizona. Doesn't this line up, though, as one of those we didn't need him moments? Because Dumba's a guy that if given, you know, he, he's motivated, he's aggressive. You know, if now you've lit the fire underneath him because he's going to prove you wrong. Like he could go so off. So this is and, chip on shoulder kind. Yeah, he could go off, and we and Faber played really well for a handful of games, but he could struggle, and it's going to be we didn't need him, right? Well, the crazy part to me is so if Matt Dumba is a polarizing figure on a on a middling team, it doesn't surprise me that a team worse than them covets him. But right. I would have thought if somebody's going to overpay, you know, do three years, you know, thirty five million for Dumba, it would be in Arizona. Even a bad team like that said, I oh, will give you one year and what, eight plus? Yeah, that's 100% correct. All right, so NFL, this is lightning, don't strike me down because I'm going to do a Packer buy or sell in a Viking studio. Uh oh. And I am not a Packer fan at all. So this is me offering an olive branch to anybody across the bridge in Superior listening to us. We have too. The Aaron Rodgers and the drama. time you decide to do it is, of course, surrounded by purple. Right, right. I, I feel safer this way. What, what color am I wearing? This I'm, is true. I'm good. This is true. I'm wearing the purple and gold Northland Sports Page polo today. So, again, I talked earlier about, you know, the preseason knee-jerk reactions. Make me laugh, but make me roll my eyes, too. So, buy or sell that you're surprised that you're seeing Jordan Love play in the preseason for the Packers. Absolutely sell. Surprised? Not at all. He has proven nothing. Nobody's seen him anywhere. So, he may not play the rest of the preseason, but he they had to get the Packer fans back engaged that he he's a living, breathing person and he can actually play the game. Yeah, absolutely sell that. 
got to make sure that he's getting some reps in a more consistent situation in actual play because obviously he's been with the team for a while but yep. has seen what what one game last year was it right you know so couple of them yeah he actually came in in the fourth quarter when they got whipped by the right. Vikings that's in the right yep. yep. yeah so I mean getting some so getting some game action with the the new personnel and and like you said Dave uh, reminding the fans hey this is the guy now see right. him pay attention and buy a jersey to go back yeah. to the previous right. conversation. So I will buy with a chuckle because I chuckle at anything related to the Packers because I'm that Vikings fan that does that. <laughs> but I'll buy for all the reasons you guys said. I mean, this is QB1 now and it's going to be a brand new era and you can't just trot him out there because, you know, I don't think he's ready to do that. But for the same reason that most people don't play QB1 on their roster, who's Sean Clifford, guys? Do you guys know? He's a big red dog. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> But apparently, last night he was also QB2 in the Packers game. So I was a little bit surprised because, you know, we always hear about devastating injuries on the practice field or on a preseason game. If anything happened to Jordan Love, where are they going? Well, so you say the the Packer quarterback room, it's Love, and then it falls off the Clifford? Yes. Got it. Wow, the pun game is I, mediocre. I don't have the, the rim shot sound effect, <laughs> right. sorry. I was going to say, we're, we're, we're closer to common man than we've ever been, but I don't know if he's available and here he's this done, morning. And yeah, those weren't good. I, they just came across my mind. Absolutely. That's always the fear we have here on the Northland Sports page. We never know when Dave starts thinking. It's Brian Furlow, it's Dave Cook, and it's Nick Stolman. We are live in Egan at TCO Studio. One more segment to go in the first hour. Again, hour number two littered with guests. We are going to have... PA, Tatum Everett, and Vency Glenn all coming up after 11. When we come back, we're going to play what we normally play with Dave Hoops. He's not able to be here today. Dave Cook is going to have life-altering questions, and we're going to continue to thank the folks at Egan for this experience today. We are the Northland Sports Page. Stick around. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back here on the Northland Sports Page, once again live in Egan. We are inside the very comfortable, very classy TCO Studios here in Egan. Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook. Nick Stolten, we're all here. We're going to obviously have you with us on the air until noon. Then we'll get to check out practice, training camp. It's going to be a great day here in Egan. Nick, we couldn't do it without the folks at Visit Egan. Yeah, it's been a nice day here. I got stayed last night, Town Place Suites. Uh, also last night, I got in later than you guys did. You did. did. But I, was, I didn't get the chance to eat dinner, so I stopped in at the, the Lone Oak uh, uh, Bar and Grill last night. I had, I got to remember the name of this thing, but it was an incredible, it was uh, barbecue pork and it had bacon and ham on it. It was like, a, it was like a pig uh, between two slices of Texas toast, barbecue nice. sauce, and uh, I had a, had a drink and it was an incredible meal. So if you're looking for a place to eat sometime, Lone Oak, check it out. Excellent. And you know, Brian, that I have family in Egan, uh, and there are so many cool things down here. Uh, if you're just if you're just hanging out, you know, the, on Diffley they have uh, one of those. Uh, if you listen to Anthony Panta at all, he talks about foodies, right? Yep. And he talks about friend of the show, Anthony Panta. Yeah, and he talks about you know Klozowski's or whatever the name of that uh, uh, grocery chain is here, and they have you know that, and they and they they bring the meat out to you, and there's just so many things to do here. Sometimes Egan feels like a highway, right? And a couple of off ramps, but there's a lot more than that. I was gonna say, I think time. 
times have changed in that regard. Speaking Kowalski. of the highway, we may have gotten lost three, four times finding the right entrance to get here today. So we kind of traversed on the highway maybe more than we bargained for. But arguably the most beautiful area here in Egan is this campus. Yeah. Because, I mean, as we went around, okay, we don't go in there, we don't go in there, we don't go in there. We'll find it, but we're looking around going, but this is pretty cool. Look at all this. Yeah. It's very majestic here in Egan. The, the development really of this over the last couple of years has been incredible. I, I This is my third time here, I think, and just watching how much the stuff around the training facility has grown over the last right. couple of years is incredible. Well, I'm looking forward to PA is going to be in in about 15, 20 minutes. And, you know, he comes here on the regular. This is basically his studio when Vikings Entertainment Network is doing things with him. And, you know, he's called U.S. Bank the, the palatial palace or, or whatever it is, the purple palace. I wonder what he calls this because I know he's been part of Winter Park. He's been there, done that with training camp facilities. This is state of the art. I mean, we're wide-eyed, Dave and I, as first-timers, but we were wide-eyed the whole time they were leading us in here because we couldn't believe this is where we're doing a show today. They did it right when they built this place, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think the greatest question that we got pre-show today was, so you guys are coming back, right? And we thought, is that an offer? Right, yeah, we'll, we're here. We'll, we'll sign back. on the dotted line right now. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll be a Duluth-based show, but if you want us to you know, pivot to TCO Studios once a month, we're in. We could do that. And I think our sponsors would be in, too. Let's give them a little love today. Yeah, let's start with the Roller Architecture Studio, the OG, the the, uh, the sponsor that kept us going when nobody else would. Hoops Brewing, OAR Holdings, Krause Heating and Cooling, your carrier, carrier, northeastern Minnesota, Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, the Blackwoods Group, including their locations at London Road, in Proctor and in Two Harbors, downtown at Blackwater, and up by the colleges on Tavern on the Hill. Avenue 45, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B, and Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai. And, of course, our friends at Comfort Systems, they are still the latest and greatest to join the Northland Sports Page sponsorship family. They invite you to sign up for a service appointment online and simply mention you heard it right here on the Northland Sports Page. When you do that, you'll receive $20 off that appointment. All you got to do is visit ComfortSystemsDuluth.com. Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Dave just mentioned them. They do a lot of work with Hoops Brewing as well. Saturdays, that's today, courtesy of the Northland Sports Page, 10% off all Hoops products at Mount Royal Bottle Shop. And don't forget Wine Wednesdays. That is not, again, a Minnesota sports-themed promotion, but it could be. It could be. We could work on something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, most Wednesdays are winning Wednesdays after yes. Viking Sundays in nice. the future here. But 10% off on Wednesdays, all wine products at Mount Royal Bottle Shop. And speaking of Wednesdays, if you want to get something for Mount Royal and bring it home, you can do that. But first, I recommend that you go to Blackwater on Wednesdays, especially if you work in healthcare. Every Wednesday is Healthcare Professionals Day. With your valid work badge, you'll get 20% off all food and drink in the lounge, on the patio. Enjoy some live music by Paul Metza. Blackwater offers things like June and January. I've had that drink. It's delicious. Fondue for two. Judge me as a fat guy. I've had it for one. It's still delicious. And they mention all the smoke as well. So Blackwater's menu, one of my favorites. Nick, you're laughing at me. Go ahead. He's laughing at the fat guy part as I'm, sit, I'm sitting back with my gut hanging out here in the studio and he's like, oh, he's got a point. You didn't see the pig I ate last night for dinner. Did you hear that? I, I heard that and I was going to say, so how are you feeling today? Oh, man. Does, I, the, does the word bloating come into oh, the equation I, at all? I, I feel well today. Last night I slept really well too i got home and went on the, at nice the, hotel, so. the, the beds at town suites by marriott and egan were, were quite comfortable i will give them that it's the first time that i've i've slept that adjacent to a kitchenette before I though I've, I, I've slept in the kitchen Bre- breakfast in bed all i would have had to do was roll over and pull it out of the oven i would have been good to go it's tough when he put his pillow up against the oven when he went to sleep absolutely I, I've, I've, I've never slept on a stove before so i thought but but town suites in egan did a wonderful job putting us up last night we're so glad to be here this morning 
disappointing for Dave Hoops that he couldn't be here. He certainly wanted to be. Obviously, last week we went international because he joined us for a segment from the south of France. He, I believe, is flying back likely as we speak. And then I know when he gets back, he's coming back to the metro here and he's got some things with his dog to take care of. So we understand. I've never gotten as many apologies as I did from Dave Hoops earlier this week that, you know, this was such a great opportunity and it hurt him to miss it. I miss having Dave Hoops for this segment because, Dave Cook, you bless us with so many hodgepodge questions. No topics are off limits, and Dave Hoops handles them beautifully. Yeah, he, he really does. And you remember when we first started, he was like, you got to let me know ahead of time. It was like, no. Yeah, we, we decided in the history of the show, because Dave Hoops has been with us almost since the word go, that we used to try to do sports-oriented questions that we knew were wheelhouse for him. He's a big NFL guy. He loves sure. the Twins. He's big on the you know non-main four sports. He can tell you more about the Tour de France or the PGA than I ever could. Wow. He's you know very dedicated to the World Cup, things of that nature. Man. And we thought, well, so we just got to kind of pull questions out of a hat and go. And Dave Cook kind of said, well, why does it have to be sports? You ever heard Dave Hoops not want to talk about anything and that's a good point and we just kind of took off from there yeah and we were talking about brian sleeping in the kitchen the other day <laughs> and um and Does anybody remember that old song someone's in the kitchen <laughs> with brian <laughs> the um and and we were kind of laughing as we both called ourselves uh hotel snobs so i want to ask guys based on hotels um what's maybe the oddest thing you've had or done or seen in a hotel you stayed at boy Wow, do you want me to go first? See what you go, sound like you ahead. want to think. No, go ahead. I got a second. I got to think on this one. Okay, so you want to know the oddest thing that. Yeah. Okay, so I don't and know. And you if, can describe odd any way you want. So I hope this can be categorized as odd because it's not necessarily a feature or a, a quirk to the hotel as much as it is, I can't believe this happened. So my wife and I were on our honeymoon, and our honeymoon was three days in Fenway, four on Broadway. We split between Boston and New York. So we got to New York. And we stayed at this hotel that their tagline we'll never forget was, it's the sexiest boutique in New York City. Well. And we, yeah, we kind of went uh, spicy, whatever that means. <laughs> so we get our room assignment. We have uh, the bellhop or what have you bringing our bags up, and he's in the elevator with us. He says, what room number do you have? My wife told him, and he goes, oh, but that's a great one. It's, it's one of the quieter rooms. And we thought, oh, if that's, <laughs> well. if, if that's, if that's what we mean by sexy. Oh, uh, it's I, 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 suddenly I saw Ron Jeremy in the hallway and went, where did I go wrong? <laughs> No, but but so we, we get to this hotel room, and he says, it's one of the quietest ones, and, you know, this boutique is known for its great views. So we get in the hotel, and the reason it's quiet is because it's in the middle of the hallway. You're not close to any, you know, street, end of the row, sure. if you will, rooms where you have the traffic of New York City in your ear. So it is quiet in that sense. So my wife rushes over to the window, opens the drapes, can't wait to see what kind of view of Times Square or New York City we have. A brick wall. Lovely and view. <laughs> Beautiful. Nothing else. <laughs> and if, if you looked straight up, you could see some of the skyscrapers. I think it was, I think it's the H&M building. M&H is the gas station. I was right. getting confused. But I think it was the H&M building that as long as you tilted completely vertical, you had a view of. But otherwise, it was like those joke apartments on the 80s sitcoms where they'd open they'd open <laughs> the window and all you'd see is brick that was our honeymoon yeah baby wow yeah so this is more of an experience i booked a, it was a last minute booking for a hotel uh on a vacation and used a booking web, like a save money like a booking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. type of thing price line and show up to the hotel and it was a ghost town the lawn had not been mowed there was one car in the parking lot the hotel looked dark i was thinking to myself what am i getting myself what did into I do? And so walked inside, actually had to knock on the window, the like the sliding window yeah. doors to have yeah. somebody let me in. Oh, no. And it was there was one guy sitting behind the counter and he goes, 
Hi. Hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nick was at a different kind of sexy yeah. zone. Yeah. So I had to ask the question, what's going on? Yeah. He goes, well, hold on. So he explained that they were dealing with some staffing issues and yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. And so he explained to me, he goes, there's no TV. The pool is out. The the air conditioning's out. And I was like, oh. Can I give you one more quick on what Nick just said with the pool being out? So my sister is a very decorated dance team coach at the state high school league level. And Maple Grove goes to state and wins quite often. So we used to go down and watch. And the competition back then used to be at the X. Now I think it's at the Target Center. But back then it was at the X. And we would get a hotel close by. And even though I'm 44, when it comes to hotels, I'm 44 going on 12. I want a pool. I want it like you wouldn't believe. It's good for my joints. I enjoy swimming. I want a pool. Well, we checked into this hotel. It was me and my brother-in-law and his stepbrother in a room together. And apparently, as we were walking through, it was obvious to them that the pool was under construction. I did not see this at all. So we go out that night, and the next morning, I get up the earliest. I actually We didn't have a roll away. I'm actually in a sleeping bag on the floor. I get up the earliest, and I'm like, I'm up early because I didn't sleep comfortably. I'm going down to the pool. They hear me because I'm not the quietest person shuffling around a hotel room. They hear me get out of a sleeping bag. They hear me put my trunks on. They hear me leave the room. Two minutes later, they hear me come back (laughs) muttering profanities up a storm that I can't even sleep in a bed. I can't even swim. I can't even do any of this. And they wait for me to disgustedly get back in my sleeping bag and try to put myself back to sleep. And you just hear gut-busting laughter from across the room. Because they knew exactly what I thought I was about to do, and they knew I couldn't do it. And I told that story for the humor for you guys, but I think my brother-in-law is listening. And if he is, he's dying right now. Go ahead. So, Nick, Brian's heard this story, but I, I think you'll laugh at this. So the day before I had my voice surgery, so they put in the prosthetic, um, we, had, we were in Rochester, and they were expecting a blizzard. So Dana and I had to move hotels to get closer. And we wanted to be in walking distance just in case because this surgery was happening. Sure. And uh, so we we got to this hotel that was recommended to us because it was close. And, you know, it, it looked a little jinky, but, you know, who who knew? And we came in and the front desk was real nice and, and we, got a, we got a room. It was pretty affordable. And we got to the elevator and the elevator started clanking up. And the uh. elevator opens and there's a guy opens his door and looks out to see who's coming out of the elevator. And Dana was a little uncomfortable. We went the other direction. And, you know, like in our hotel yesterday, the the, the hallways are perfectly straight. Yep. Yeah, this one you could move to the left a little bit and see the other wall. <laughs> but otherwise, the hallway kind of jig-jagged. And we got into the room. And, again, understand I'm focused on the next day. Uh, we get down, we sit on a bed, and it goes shink, because it was still one of those sprung mattresses. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, it took all of another three seconds when we saw the window was broken, and our kitchenette had nothing in it. It was just a square space. Oh, we were like, nice. Oh, Dana said, what if we lose money? Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Can't put a- Anywhere we're going. Can't put a price tag on that. So, Nick, I'm going to ask you a, a timing question. It's 57 past the hour. Yes. To... Uh, organically promote a show that's going to debut in a couple weeks. Do we have time for two more? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. All right. So uh, Saturday, or not Saturday, today's Saturday. Yes, uh, it is. The other night when the Vikings played Seattle. Thursday. Um, there was a whole bunch of Ivan Pace Jr., Andre Carter to the second. All yep. those. So looking back on your fandom, of undrafted free agents or guys that you just didn't really know anything about, who are the ones? That, this is the Kyle Sloter question, right? Who sticks out in your mind as the preseason hype guy who never maybe turned out to anything or maybe did? 
That's hard because they don't stick around long enough to really make you care unless you're Dave Cook. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go low-hanging fruit because it was a name and because it was a name that didn't necessarily get associated with football and you could bring in non-football fans because I can't believe this guy's giving it a shot. Isn't it Brock Lesnar for everybody? Oh, absolutely. Doesn't it have to be just because... Whether or not you knew anything about the NFL. It was just a spectacle of the whole situation. Whether or not you yeah. knew anything about wrestling. Yep. I think you had a good clue who yep. Brock Lesnar was. Now, I'll wait for the text message from my mom in 3-2 that she's, I have no idea who that is. Well, <laughs> okay, but I think most people did. And, and it would have been something if he would have made the cut and, and made a roster even if he didn't play much. Not unlike when Jared Allen joined the curling ranks and all of a sudden Chris Plies and John Schuster are having to worry about Jared Allen on their trek to the Olympics, <laughs> that kind of thing. Remember the linebacker, the Cole kid that inter intercepted? Audie Cole. Audie yes, Cole. Audie yes. Cole. He's, yeah. he's the guy that comes to mind yep. for me. And see, what I goof up on the end of that question that I'm never sure of is, is I lose track of was this kid truly undrafted? Or was he the Tom Brady? Of, yeah, sure. was he the Tom Brady right. of his position? Right. You know, drafted at the end, but somehow made it. What about uh, that combination of quarterbacks we had over like a three-year thing? So we had Slaughter, we had McLeod, Bethel, Thompson. Yes, the yes. law firm, John yes. David Booty, John, the the guy that's right now backing up in Cincinnati. Um, the, uh, oh, uh, the from Washington, Jake Browning. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, All yep. these guys. I thought you were going Taylor Heineke there for a minute. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. All right, so. Um, we had an interesting car ride yesterday down. Brian, yeah. circle. <laughs> Brian, Brian and I always seem to have uh, interesting uh, car rides that tend to pass time. Yesterday on the way down, we kind of tag-teamed Immaculate Grids. And if you don't know what that is, that is a uh, a grid of sports teams, and you're trying to pick out combinations. Yeah, of. It's basically a website, ImmaculateGrid.com, that... If you are a sports historian or a sports nerd like we are, you'd think we invented this. Sudoku, it tests your it's like Sudoku knowledge. for sports. Yes, okay. right? gotcha. And uh, we discovered that there are some teams that you just don't really know a lot about. So, guys, who is the most innocuous sport, professional sports team that if people mention it to you, you go, oh, that's right, they are still there. Who's who's a team that that in the in the grid we got stuck with Miami yesterday and it was like well we got oh, stuck the with the Memphis Grizzlies because oh, we forget sure. that yeah. they exist yep, yep. just so, the most random professional sports team out there. So to kind of clarify what you're asking because I think we've done this as part of an opening topic before. We know who the well-known great teams are. Right. We also tend to know who the well-known bad teams are. Those in the middle. Oh yeah. Right. So who do you got? Which which league? Which team do you go? I wouldn't bat an eye if that team left. In a way, yeah, that's yeah. the question. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because I think you and I have talked about... Do you want us to give one from each? Because I, I could probably do that very quickly. Uh, yeah, let's ahead. get us yeah, started. Go ahead. All right, so I think in baseball, it's the Pittsburgh Pirates. If not for that picturesque stadium... Now, I know that there's history galore there. Right. Mm -hmm. But that history is a long time ago. The We Are Family team was a long time ago. Barry Bonds was a long time ago. Andrew McCutcheon, okay, fine, but did they really do anything? Right. So for me, it's kind of the Pittsburgh Pirates, because they are bad, but they certainly aren't good. They're just kind of there. Yeah, for me, it's the Seattle Mariners, same thing. Yeah. Seattle, I mean, nobody really pays attention. Um, they're, they're a fun town, right? Whenever we talk about the Mariners, we talk about how cool Seattle is. We don't really talk about the team, and if they went someplace else, we'd miss the pictures of the fish market, but besides that, I don't think we'd miss the team. <laughs> for, for me, in football, I think it's probably... The Miami Dolphins. That's the team in that division that I tend to forget. And sure. I shouldn't because, again, there's plenty of history there. If if you didn't say 1972 beforehand, every time you say the Dolphins, you might forget. But we all know about the Bills. The Patriots have been huge. The Jets are in New York. And you go, who else is in that division? And then you have to remember Miami's there. Right. 
Going back to baseball, for whatever reason, the Rockies come to mind. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the one. For that's me the that... answer. Whatever reason they come to mind, <laughs> right? That's how you define that exactly. it. Exactly. So, what about football? I picked on the Colts before too. For Ooh. me, it's always the AFC because I feel like you always have a finger on the pulse of the NFC because the Vikings are in it. The NFC South. The whole division? <laughs> last now, especially that Tom Brady's season. gone? Yeah. yeah. You see, I think it's the south of either side. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I think Jacksonville is one that could be good this year, but I think yeah. we forget about them all the time. NBA, it is the Grizzlies or it's the New Orleans Pelicans. Now I know that they both were part of a postseason, if you count the play-in tournament. So I feel like as the Timberwolves get a little bit better, we, we know those teams because at least we can compete with those. Right. But what did I tell you? We were talking about Memphis yesterday, and we had that kind of reaction. I said, Dave, you know what it is? That's the same reaction that the rest of the country has to our team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sadly. I, I think it's the Indiana Pacers. I, I couldn't tell you a jack about the Indiana Indiana Pacers. You know why that Reggie. is? Because that's basketball mecca, but it's it's like calling yes. Minnesota the state of hockey, but we have no Stanley Cups. Yes. Yeah. Indiana's basketball mecca, but it's the prep tournament. It's Indiana Hoosiers. It's not the Pacers. Yep, yep. exactly correct. It, the Pelicans is, is basketball for yeah. me. That's, it's like, well, because I think we forget because New Orleans had the Hornets for a while. And yep. It's like, wait, that's not what they're called anymore. Exactly. And it's like, you know, Charlotte could be categorized that way because Charlotte had the Bobcats. Charlotte had the Hornets. Who the heck's in Charlotte these days was right. kind of the question. Yeah, that makes sense, too. So some nondescript teams. We are not a nondescript team. We are Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, and Nick Stolben. We are the Northland Sports Page. One hour is in the books. Paul Allen is here. He's going to kick off hour number two with us. We're looking forward to that next. Stick around. We'll be right back. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.